0: Hello everyone I hope you are having an amazing day. Today will be Halloween which as a kid used to be my least favorite holiday because I hated dressing up. I'm not a very like like think of the cheerleaders and the spirit like student council kids and then like the opposite of that that was me. I did not like any of that stuff. At all, so I pretty much never dressed up for Halloween as a kid. I did go trick or treating like when I was young, but then I didn't. But now I have kids, and so I can't be that lame mom who's like, "We don't do Halloween." But so this year I had it together. We had Halloween costumes a month before Halloween or more, already bought, picked out. My kids have played in them, and they're ready to trick or treat. They, they've never wanted to trick or treat before. Last year, Oliver, my my four year old, just wanted to answer the door for the trick-or-treaters more than actually go trick-or-treating. So we are going to actually do it for the first time. And I'm so proud of myself for being ahead. It was like a total mom win. And I was, as I was walking through Target, picking out the the costumes, I was like, why am I so ahead this year? Like, why am I so on it? I've got like Halloween crafts and pumpkins and like, I don't know, maybe because I just really wanted it to be fall in Texas. But also I think it's because I have more space in my day and my time because I take those two days off to actually do those type of things and think ahead about those things. So that's pretty cool. Pretty proud of myself for that. So today what I want to share with you guys, I did an episode a couple episodes back about how I wrote my book in two and a half days. And in September I traveled, I was only here in Austin two weeks out of the month. And then I was traveling on two or three different trips for the rest of the month. And so it was really cool because I realized that when when I go on vacation or when I'm unavailable, specifically when I was writing my book, how eye opening it is, like any gaps or places where I need to fix my business. And so, you know, I'll talk a lot about how like I'm out of the day to day and how I take, you know, I only work three days a week and have two days for self-care appointments and all of that. And I've done a lot of episodes on that. But I want you guys to know, like, I'm not perfect. So I do still have areas where I get pulled back in and I'm needed or I'm a bottleneck or like my schedule gets crazy and I don't have one of those days off. Like that happens enough, you know, out of the months. That I'm constantly working, you know, to that goal, and have you know reach it some weeks, and then other weeks it gets thrown off. So, when I went on this vacation, and it was specifically when I was in Hawaii writing my book, because when I was writing my book, I could not like respond to messages very much, or like answering a question even like a basic question I was like my brain just can't like decision making fatigue like I'm so in this writing and like so fried by the end of it that I can't then go like solve a problem where when I go to California and visit my family like I still am pretty responsive on Voxer and um, working a little bit when I'm there, I can't really like record content, but I don't like take it off fully. But when I was writing this book, I was like unavailable. Not to mention also I was on a six hour time difference from my Eastern team members, which two of my leadership like main direct reports are on Eastern time. So I had to like, you know, work around that if they needed me. But what I realized was it was such a great eye opening experience for me to to realize any gaps in the business. And so if you um don't have a vacation planned. Like, don't work on the vacation, and see what happens. Like, like work the entire time. Like, work before you go on your vacation, and you know, leading up to those, obviously, to, to set your team up for success. And then, when you're on vacation, like, see what they need. See where you are the bottleneck. See where like you not responding is going to hold back the entire company, because that will shine a light on exactly what you need to fix. And so this is what happened to me. It was very eye-opening. And sometimes I hear entrepreneurs are like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do this. I'm going to just not respond to my team and see where they need me. That obviously won't work if you haven't like done the pre-work of putting foundational pieces in your company. And like, so I'm in a place where I think it runs on its own pretty much. And so my expectation is when I go, it's going to run on its own. And so when it doesn't or when something comes up or when I'm really needed and there's like something urgent, um, then I realized, okay, there's a gap there because you never want to be a bottleneck. And the times where you're a bottleneck is where your team can't move forward because they're waiting on an answer from you. They're waiting for approval from something from you. They're not able to make a decision on their own. Um, you actually have work like physical work, like emails or something that you have to respond to. And if you don't, it's going to hold back the company. So any of those things, like your company won't grow without you, you're not able to take sales calls or sign new clients, like all those things would be examples of you being a bottleneck because if you're not there, you won't be able to move the needle forward. So when I was writing my book, my ads team completely ran itself. I talked to my my ads operations manager maybe once a day, just a quick check-in, and she just would send me a couple of updates, but there were pretty much no questions that I needed to answer, nothing that was holding her back from making big decisions. And side note here, like I want to, to reiterate, I've empowered my team to do that. Like they know if you know the answer to something, you can make that decision. And, and I will never come back and be like, you should have never made that decision. and You're in trouble for that. It, never would I do that. So I've empowered my team to want to make decisions, to not lean on me all the times that I am you know, home and working regular days and regular schedule. And so, so that when I leave, they're confident doing that. But my whole ads team, which is the biggest part of my business, um, ran without me, fully without me. Um, we signed new clients without me. We onboarded new clients. We, you know, served all of our clients. Everything ran without me. So that was amazing. That was the best it's ever been. Me fully leaving like that. It's been a while since I like fully left, I want to say like maybe Christmas last year I fully took off because I'm, I'm like a typical entrepreneur like I'll still work a little bit when I go you know to California sometimes when I'm at events I have to fully take it off so that might not be true but still I'm kind of working but anyways my ads team ran all, all on its own my operations team ran all on its own um, we were able to actually we we hired somebody we had to let somebody go like these decisions were all made without me how cool is that we hired somebody, we sent offer letters out to somebody, we did interviews, we, we didn't onboard them obviously that week, but they were they're starting. They were gonna start in whenever we set the startup date for the decision to hire them was made without me, and the decision to fire that the person we had to fire was made without me, and the actual firing took place without me. So that's all amazing. Okay. The only place that I was eye-opening to me that I needed to support was my marketing team. And that was kind of on purpose because I stepped back into marketing this last quarter. I wanted to be involved in a lot of our um, launches and things that we're doing with Ignite. And I just didn't want to have that like basically barrier between me and the marketing team. But one like huge eye opening. And if my marketing team listens to this, you guys know I love you so much. And I, I take full responsibility for this. But One of my big eye-opening things was I was massively holding back the marketing team while I was gone because they needed things approved by me. They needed emails approved um, because we were launching like the, you know, two weeks after I got back or actually ads started when I was gone to our webinar and we were launching. And so there was a lot going on. And so I left, you know, saying like, oh yeah, I'm available. But like then when I'm writing my book, the last thing I can do a good job on was writing emails and editing emails. Like I was doing it and I'm like, I can't, I can't even look at the screen. I cannot do this. So I was trying to do it like after I wrote my book. And so it all hit me. Then I'm like, because I stepped back into marketing, I kind of allowed this to happen. I allowed me to just be this like person who makes a lot of the decisions and who calls the last shots and who approves the final things. We got to change that. So on my trip, I actually like straight up was like you guys this is this is great this is super eye opening for me I'm realizing that you've been waiting a day for me to approve these emails and you guys can't do your job without me that's a problem like I've messed up here and so um I pulled in my operations manager and I said Can you come in and help? Like, can you organize our process? Can you help me get it to a point where I'm not having to approve like most things, like minimal things that I have to approve and get us there? And so she did while I was gone. And now coming back, like I actually have a lot less decisions and touch points with my marketing team because we fixed it while I was gone but honestly if I didn't leave like that and and if I didn't specifically feel too burnt out to be able to like read and write emails at the end of the day specifically like after writing you know whatever 20,000 words or 15,000 words a day I was like no way am I going to write emails like I will I will write terrible emails I didn't have to write them I was editing them and changing them around but I was fried so if that didn't happen I may not have had that realization of like whoa I am a super big bottleneck here I need to fix this so once we had the realization we could put it in place we could fix it and it was great and now it feels so much better being back I don't have as many decisions I have to make and I am not as big of a bottleneck we still have some work to do to get us to where I want to be but I was able to be super transparent with my team and be like whoa guys I feel like a massive bottleneck slowing you down and that's never a good sign. So we need to figure out how to fix this. So coming back, you know, I know that this is a great thing to do and I'm and I'm encouraging all of you to do this, too like I said, set your team up so that when you go, they feel confident making decisions and taking over and owning it, that you're not like leaving them stranded. That's never what you want to do. But then when you go, if you're needed or if things come up that you didn't really expect, those are the things you need to fix when you come back. So once I came back, I was talking to my head of the ads team and she was actually asking me like my feedback. Like she's like, you know, did you come back and feel like everything was managed great? And Um, Was there anything I could have done differently or like had more urgency on? And I really was like, no, like it was all great. I didn't feel stressed coming back at all. But I said, you know what, though? We need you to do this so we can see what your direct reports need from you while you're gone. And so right now, as I'm recording this, she's actually taking two days off um, because I'm like, listen, do not tell your team you're available for emergencies. Like everyone's like anybody who's a direct report to you can come to me that day. But tell them, like, try to figure it out on your own. And if you can't, you can save it until Monday. If it's a super emergency, come to me. But I'm like, we need to see where they're relying on you. And so, you know, that's, I have found growing a team and growing a leadership team that getting your leadership team to um, not bend over backwards for their direct reports because they they feel bad or they want to be supportive or like that's just what they're used to is really hard. And so I was like, why don't we just, Do the same method for you. You leave for two days. You know, we think we've got it really foundational, but let's see where the problems are. Let's see what comes up. Let's see where the team wasn't able to solve a problem without you, where they were waiting for you or where they were holding back. And then we can fix it when you're back. And so that's what we're doing. And so I'm kind of implementing this concept of build the foundation as best as you can. Be there for your team. Empower them. Do all of that when you're there. And then take a step away, whether it's your leadership team or you, take a step away from the business and see where you're a bottleneck. See where the team is relying on you because you may not even realize it during the day-to-day um, in your business when you're there because it sometimes feels so quick. It's like it's like a 30-second answer to a question or a quick approval of an email, but those things all add up. And the more pressure you have and the more decisions you have to make, the more you have to be able to offload those things so that you have less. So that was kind of my huge takeaway from vacation and um, how I then took it back and am implementing it with my strategic team But I want you guys to understand, like, I'm not perfect. I'm not fully out of the, I I am out of the day to day. I think I am. But then when I go on vacation and I find certain things, I'm able to still fix those. And that will probably always be the case. And it's something I always need to bring awareness to. So I wanted to share that with you guys today. Um, Let me know, tag me on Instagram or send me a message. Let me know what you think about this. If you guys have tried it before, how it worked for you. And if you're not there and you're like, man, I wish I could get my team there. Like, trust me. I've been where you are and you absolutely can get your team here. It just takes the dedication and the time to doing it. And once you do, it's so rewarding to be on that vacation. Or for me, I was like writing that book and just being like, my company is running itself. Like all of these decisions are being made and it's moving forward in every aspect from new clients to existing clients without me is the most rewarding thing probably that I've built Um, it's, it's incredible. So, all right, guys, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at HirschMarketingUnderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.